Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a message from Andrew Flaxman. Get ready to be inspired, live your best life. Thank you that uh, you are here in this house today. Lord, you're so real and you're so good and you bless us. The Bible calls us blessed that we're not waiting to be or one day when I am. Lord, you have called us. You call us blessed. Lord, I, I'm not trying to be something or somebody else. The Bible says that we are your kids, your sons and daughters. I don't try and be my father's son. Oh, i got to try, i got to try. Lord, we are. And who I am is who I am. God, you've made me who I am. I love that message that Julie preached last week, uniquely you. God, you've made us all in different ways. And every time we meet someone who's not like us, it's another facet of who you are because we're made in your image. Uniquely you, who they are is a representation of God in them. Lord, we thank you this morning, God, that you are here in this house. Lord, you're with us. In Jesus' name. Awesome. Awesome. Amen. We can take our seats when we can. And uh, wowee. Thank you, Darcy. Oh, Darcy, what a legend. Let's give it up for Darcy. Such a great guy. And uh, thank you, worship band. Didn't they do well this morning? Anyone got a secret musical gift? Anybody? And uh, yeah, secret musical, let's do it. Do you know that um, we, uh, last night, uh, Pastor Jamie and Garth took our kids for the night. Every parent says, amen. And uh, so much fun. And who knows, we've got four little kids. Number one right there, little Joey. Proudy Joey in the front row, sitting in nanny's seat, by the way. And uh, took our kids away and for the night, and uh, it's like being let out, for parents, it's like being let out of jail, you know, it's like, all right, here we go, we're going to go, and uh, most parents say, what'd you do, and it's like, oh, we're like asleep by like 7.30, do you know that uh, most parents, when there's no kids, actually just want to sleep, and, uh, but it was so much fun, so we found out, so we saw this great little, you know, there's so many great musicians out there doing, you know, in the church, just out there doing crazy things, and uh, what a great opportunity to be in a church and to be a part of a team, a worship team. We saw this like phenomenal virtuoso guitar player, just phenomenal. And uh, you know when someone says, we were watching him play, I said, mate, you're like, you're like um, unbelievable, you're so good. And, uh, and he says, do you play? And he goes, oh, no, no, I don't, no. But you know, it's like if someone asks, like Tom asked me if I play drums, I said, no, man, I don't, no, no way. And like someone's so good and they say to you, he's like, no, I, you know, it's like, it's like Usain Bolt saying, man, you can... Do you want to run the 100? Uh, actually, I would run against Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt said, hey, I want to run the 100. And I want to, who would love to race Usain Bolt? I actually would love that. And uh, wait, is he still around? Is he still here? Or has Usain Bolt done the bowl? That's what they said. He's going to do the bowl. Who's seen Usain Bolt play for the Central Coast Mariners? Anybody? And uh, I think that when he plays after the game, they should just let him run the 100. Because that's what we want to see. We want to see him run the 100, don't we? All right, kick the goal, that's great, proud of you, awesome. Now run, can you give us the 100? And I reckon we always need to have like 
like a guy, like Evan or someone, like a, just your guy next to him, so we've got like a comparison or contrast, because they all look fast, like you don't, you go, oh yeah, whatever, yeah, like these guys are running, you go, yeah, fast, but it's like until you go, you go, wow, that guy's still running, like Evan, Jono, we've got Evan and Jono and then Usain, and then see, you know, they're like 10 meters, and they've probably won, I don't know, but um, that's so good, so well done to our worship team. I just want to share a message, if you have your Bibles with me this morning, uh, it's out of Psalm 34, who reads their Bible during the week, or just at church, anybody read their Bibles during the week? Such a powerful thing, I'd encourage you, if you are a Christian, uh, read your Bible during the week, it's just great to do, it's a great thing to do. It's in Psalm 34, and I was reading this, and I was loving this, and uh, next week, Pastor Garth preaching, the week after Pastor Jamie's preaching, is that right? So we've got two weeks of... Uh, Power, two weeks of power coming up. So next week, uh, we don't have a service tonight, but next week, uh, I encourage you to text somebody. You can text them right now. I can even give you a moment right now if you want to text them and say, hey, next week's going to be powerful. And uh, Chick and Tom, we love you guys. Thank you so much for playing and doing such a great job with their little bubba. How many bubbles? Like a thousand kids, I don't know. But if, if everyone wants to say hi, huh? Less than me, I know everyone has less than me, but... Next week's going to be so, so amazing, and uh, Shane's going to come along, come along next Sunday and really pack it out. Uh, a lot of our team are away in Melbourne, and we're still not too bad, so doing well, church. Isn't it great to be a part of a community? Come with me, Psalm 34, and uh, I'll just read it, and it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. If you've got a stolen Gideon Bible like myself, uh, it says here, I will is in capitals. Has anyone else got will in their Bibles in capitals? Isn't it amazing? In my Bible, I don't know why, I don't know if it means anything or not, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I was reading, I love King David, as we read about the story of King David, who, who reads King David? Do you reckon they called him Dave back in the day, or do they call him David, Dave? Do you reckon he's got Davo? Hey, Davo, there he is, Davo. Do you reckon they, I don't know, or is it just an Australian thing to do to abbreviate names? I don't know. Is it, or is it just like just Solomon, the son? Hey, Sol, how are you, big legend? You know, I don't know. But uh, do you reckon they, I don't know, do they just call him David? I mean, I assume, and I don't know, but if I saw King David, I'd probably call him Sir. Hello, Sir, like Mr. Mister of Bethlehem, I don't know. <laughs> What's his, I don't know. What's his last name? Does he have a last name? David. King, his last name's David. Yeah, King David. Of Jesse. Mr. Mr. of Jesse. <laughs> I don't know. He'd probably kill me. I'd be dead right now. But uh, anyway, it says, when we read through the story, I love King David because he's like the everyday guy. He goes up, goes down. He's really passionate, but then he retreats, and then he wants it all, and then he says, you know, and uh, it says here, I, and I just read the story of King David, Psalm 34, so powerful. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will. Do you know that... Um, your attitude is a decision. Who knows that, uh, you know, I can choose to be, you know, happy. I can choose to be sad. I can choose, you know, that some people go through horrible things and their attitude's still great. They go through like the most disastrous of all circumstances, yet they've still got a great attitude. And then we meet some people that go up Monday, down Tuesday, up Wednesday, down Thursday. It's like, well, I don't know who I'm going to, you know, um, your attitude is a decision. Who knows that? 
Um, we've been married now nearly 11 years this December. Unbelievable. And uh, Julie probably needs more applause than I do. It was easy for me. It was fun for me. Um, but I remember, um, if we've got any young marriage in the house, uh, so much fun. The first year, who remembers the first year of marriage? So much fun. And uh, like, it's like two worlds, like literally colliding. And uh, it was so much fun for us. But at the same time, the first year for us was, you know, probably the hardest. And uh, who knows that you can be in like this huge, couples fight and argue and work stuff out. You can be in this huge argument, huge argument where you're about to throw your computer on the road and, you know, ah, you know. And then your phone rings. You'd be so mad. And then your phone rings. You go, hello? <laughs> who is it? Yeah, mate, how are you? Do you notice that your attitude, it's a decision. You can be mad or you can be, you know, oh, I'm up. You can come to work and be mad. Monday, you come to work and be happy on Tuesday. Like, it's up to you. It's a decision. King David says here, I will, not won't, not maybe, not could do, not on a Sunday morning. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I love that. And it says, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I was thinking about um, when the Israelites left Egypt, how there's a, a thing called 1140 principle where it should have taken them 11 days, 11 days, but it actually took them 40 years and how they complained and, and grumbled and did all this horrible thing, you know, just, uh, and how they had 300 years in slavery and their mindset was the, the mindset of a slave or a victim, how they just thought like victims, they thought like slaves, and how God tried to give the Israelites this great land to rule over and to take dominion, but he had to get out the victim and slave mentality out of their hearts. How, uh, you know, many times, uh, it says, I wrote this, complaining is a language of victims. You know, when we start to complain, that's like a kettle boiling. We've reached our, we've reached our max, our top. It says complaining may get you out of situations, but it'll never get you into where God wants you to be. God had such a great plan and great destiny for the Israelites that they complained and grumbled the whole way. And God just said, oh, I can't do it. It's too hard. You know that many times, you know, instead of us complaining, you know, decide today I'm going to have a great attitude. I'm actually, whether it looks bad, whether it looks like I can do it or I can't, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it. It says here, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Verse 2 my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Do you know that uh, so powerful, all that God has done in this church alone, just C3 church here, when I drive in on a Sunday and I see all the grounds and the lands and then we come here and we see the community that God has blessed us with, the people that are surrounded by us, our kids get to grow up with such great kids. You know, what a blessing all that God has done in this house that, uh, you know, uh, all the different people, I mean, Phil Cairns spoke to me last Sunday night, you know, why it's so powerful to come to church, Phil Cairns, such a legend, Phil and First, such legends, you know, so, as married people, it's so great to look up to other great married, you know, you can go down to any, where, where else can we go where we can look up to great marriages and great parents and great, you know, in the church, we get to come and Phil Cairns shook my hand last Sunday and said, you know, you did such a great job, really proud of you, you know, well done. And, you know, it's so powerful when you look someone in the eye and they shake your hand and they say, well done. You did such a great job. In the church, it's who we are. We're surrounded by so many great people that, uh, you know, 
you know, got their best interest in heart. Love that. Bless all the Lord has done in this house. And who knows that we haven't even kicked off yet. This church hasn't, we haven't even, we're still in the change rooms, you know, limbering and warming up. This church hasn't even, the rent hasn't even started the game for us yet. It says, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Verse 3, it says, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Sometimes we magnify things that we shouldn't magnify and we, we don't magnify the things that we should magnify. Who knows that a bill comes in? We go, oh, we put it there. We go, the bills, all these bills. I've got all these bills. Who knows that, uh, you know, we, we magnet, the Bible says to magnify the Lord, to make God bigger. Do you know, sometimes what I love to do is when there's no one home, there's no one around, I open up my Bible, I get my notepad, I turn my phone off, or when I'm away, I turn my phone off, turn the TV off, turn everything off. Who knows when you're trying to read the Bible, all of a sudden you just check your phone and get an email and someone rings you and you go, oh. turn everything off, sit down, shut the door, shut everything, turn everything off, don't answer anything, get my notepad and my pen and just write and read and write and read and write and read. Do you know it just changes who you are? Changes and all of a sudden the problem doesn't seem like a problem. The problem you go, I'd have to like, not even that long, five minutes, five, literally five or six minutes. I just get it and I just read it. I'm old school. I love pens and writing and, you know, you know, you can do it digitally if you want. That's okay. But you just sit and you write it. Bless God. God is, you know, I will bless the Lord. doesn't matter what, then just write it. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're 40 foot in the air and you look down at your problems and you go, God, it's not even a problem. That's not even, God, you're so good. We haven't, God, bless, you know. It's so amazing that when we magnify the things we should magnify, how God makes a way, but when we magnify the things we, we shouldn't be magnifying, that we put that in front of the problem or the issue or the, the, the circumstance becomes way bigger, way bigger in our mind than what it is. And uh, I was listening to Dr. Phil McGraw, anybody? Dr. Phil? And uh, he says that we speak at 125 words a minute, apparently. Uh, but our mind speaks 1,200 words a minute, 1,200, like a race car track with no exit, like this, just going round and 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 round. We speak like this, but our mind's 10 times faster than our words. And our mind's going, that bill, that bill, that bill, that bill, that bill. Who knows what I'm talking about? Oh, there's that bill, there's that bill. I'm driving down the street, there's that bill, there's that bill. Oh, there's that big bill. Who knows what I'm talking about? You go crazy. You just, just, you know, the Bible says, magnify the Lord in my mind. Put all the, you know, there's so many promises. Put the promises. Read your Bible. Don't pretend to read it. Actually read it. Don't say, yeah, I read all the time. Yeah, I read it. I love the Bible. Yeah, no, actually sit there and read it and get a, a, like it works for everybody, get a promise and just put it in your mind. Just put it in there and just repeat it over and over and over and over and over and over. And eventually, you're, the problem is you're looking back and you go, the problem's way back there. I don't even care about it. It's gone. I've, I'm, I'm, I've done it. It says here, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. So powerful to come together. We don't need to come to church. We don't have to. You don't, you know, there's no rules about it. Last Sunday night, Phil Cairns shook my hand and said, well done. And I nearly burst into tears. Because he said, you did such a great job. I said, Phil, you're a legend. Thank you so much. You didn't have to. Anyhow, he does it, does it so deliberately. Like just comes up and says, you've done such a great job. Well done. Proud of you. And just walked off. I said, Phil, like, oh, unbelievable. Well, we don't have to come to church. You don't have to. You can do everything online. You can give online. You can worship online. You can do everything online. 
but we're a community of people that come together. Iron sharpens iron. My kids get to hang out with other kids. I get to hang out with other young marrieds. People encourage me when they shouldn't. People love me when they shouldn't. People say hi to me when they shouldn't. Such a great thing. Verse 4, if you're with me. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Church can do many, many things for you. We can create atmospheres of worship. We can have guys waving cars to park here. We can put your kids into youth ministry. We can put your kids into youth, young adults ministry. We can give you a free coffee for a visitor. You know, if you're the guest preacher, we'll give you a free coffee too. Uh, just a note to Evan. And uh, we can do a lot of things. We can encourage you. We can bless you. Um, we can connect you. We can pray for you, but we can't pray for you. Here's what I'm saying. We can pray for you, but we can't pray for you. The Bible says, I, not my wife, not my parents, not my brother-in-law, who's a pastor from Nairobi, he's here this morning, amazing, and another one right here as well. Not anyone like that, not the online minister, I sought the Lord, I sought the Lord. How powerful is that? I sought the Lord. I tell you, oh, I love that. I sought the Lord, comma, love it. Write it down, verse 4, Psalm 34, verse 4, write it down. I, make a time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 6 minutes. I sought the Lord, comma, and he heard me. Unbelievable, unbelievable to think that I, little Andrew, in his room or in his car or in his hotel room by himself can stop and seek the Lord, the God that created the heavens and the earth, almighty God, and he hears me, is unbelievable. Tim Phillips, Dickie, Chrissy, anybody, doesn't matter who you are, seek the Lord and he hears, I love that. It says here, and delivered me from all my fears. Uh, yeah, I can't even go there too much, too much. Delivered me from all my fears. Amazing. When we get into God's presence, the sandbags of distraction and fear and all this thing just fall away. It's like trying to get the darkness out of a room. You can swipe it. You can do all this. Just turn the light on. Hey, it's gone. Don't worry about it. The Bible says, he delivered me from all my fears. When you know that God is with you, when you know that God's in there with you, he's on your side, fears, gone. Delivered me from all my fears. Just boom, just like that, like an instant, gone. And I'm not saying that you'll never have fear again, of course, but it says in verse 5, it says, they looked to him and were radiant. Radiant, it says, uh, write this down. Sending, radiant means sending out light, shining or glowing brightly. Christians being radiant. It sounds so crazy, doesn't it? That to think that Christians aren't radiant. That we, you, you know, Christians should ooze God. Like, they, we shouldn't be, oh, that's that, you know. You know, I, uh, I was reading in John chapter 4 about the woman at the well. And uh, Jesus had, a, had an encounter with Jesus. So powerful how this woman comes out of nowhere. Jesus is at the well, just hanging out, doing whatever. Didn't have a bucket, so he wasn't getting water, just hanging out. And uh, this lady comes up to him, who's had five husbands, and he's shacked up with a guy. And uh, I can only picture, you know, 
Parramatta jersey, you know. I don't know. Probably a Tigers jersey, I assume. I don't know, probably a Tigers jersey. Yeah, I've had like five husbands, hey, you know. And, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I just got to, yeah, I'm shacked up with, a, you know, a guy. And uh, you know, imagine that was you. You're just there hanging out and some lady comes up. And you can imagine five husbands, you know, guy, not my husband now, Parramatta jersey. You know, what do we do? We go, oh, oh you know, I'm going to go. I got to go. I got to do this. I got to, you know. But Jesus spoke to her. It started with a simple conversation. Changed her life. Didn't walk into the post office, kick the doors open, go, right, you sinners, where are you? Started with a simple conversation about how great God is. That changed that lady's life. Changed her forever. So simply. It wasn't like, I have to argue with you and let me give you seven points on why Jesus did this and did that. None of that. Started with a simple conversation. God is good. God loves you. God's for you. This lady went off, changed her world, changed her life. Didn't yell. Didn't push it down in the power of the Spirit. God bless. You know, didn't do any of that. This lady went off and became an evangelist Said, and actually went into the town and said, come and see this man that's told me everything I know, everything about me. He actually didn't, but everything about me. Amazing. All starts with a simple conversation that, you know, when you're at Oztag on a Monday afternoon, my face should be radiant. When, I, when I'm at soccer on a Thursday afternoon, shake someone's hand and say, hey, you're awesome. Like Phil Cairns shook my hand and said, hey, mate, well done. You're such a great guy. You've done well. Like, oh, oh, you're awesome, Phil. Me not awesome. Love that. Radiant. They looked to him and were radiant. Church, be radiant. Don't be cranky. Don't be crankier. So we say to the girls and our family, Jess, she says, I'm so cranky. And we go, oh, Jess, stop. You're crankier. You're crankier. No, I wasn't. No, oh, this makes me even crankier. We go, yeah, yeah. And uh, awesome. We'd love to actually see Jess drive a manual. Anybody would love to do that? Can't do it. And I had the blessing this morning of um, driving the Wiggs' car here this morning to, from our house to here because, anyway, it's a manual. Who loves driving manuals? It's so much fun. I need to do it. She goes, can you drive a manual still? I said, I don't know. And uh, so we drove out. And there's all these guys walking past my house. Going, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah. And uh, so she was going, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Ah, so much fun. And then, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Stop it. And uh, so much fun. Get a manual. I don't know. They still make manuals. It's so good. They still make them? They should. It's so good. And uh, that's what we want to do one afternoon. Just going to learn to drive a manual. We're going to sit in the back and just, it's going to be so much fun. You don't know how to drive a manual. Well, we're going to see. It's going to be so much fun. It says here, as uh, we're pulling to a close, I might get the band up if we can. It says here, uh, I saw the Lord done that, that is a shame. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him. This poor man, verse 6, as we bring it to a close this morning, it says here, this poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him. Uh, King David. So what we learned about King David was that he was real. Wasn't pretend, wasn't highly blessed brother, favor, great week. I, I, I fought a giant this week, didn't you hear? 
you know, the Bible says this, David's referring to himself, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. It's not to pretend like Jilly spoke about so well last week, uniquely you, be real. You know, these days, we don't want Christians that are always right. We want Christians that are always real. You don't have to be always right. You don't know what you don't know. I don't know, but I can always be real. I can always be who I actually am. You know, God's created us to be who we are. You're not designed to be somebody else. You're not designed to be more like that person. God's designed you to be you. I love that thought that uh, we're all made in God's image. So when you look around, we see, you know, multiple different angles and images of who God is. I'm not right. He's not right. You know, he's not wrong. It says here, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. I love that. To be real with who God is. To be real with who we are. You know, one of the saddest things is to pretend to be somebody that you're not. That's the one that you're going to get to heaven and go, God's going to, I created you with so many phenomenal, phenomenal gifts, phenomenal talents and skills and, and makeup and all this stuff. And you try to be that guy. Well, God didn't call you to be that guy. He called you to be who you are. So freeing and releasing. You say, guys, King David just said, this is who I am, guys. I mean, I've got a lot of things going wrong. I've got a lot of things going right. But hey, I'm real. Uh, I'm not pretending. I'm not saying I'm this when I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not when I am. God, you're with me. God, I am who I am. I am who I am. It's so releasing for the church, so releasing for us to not have to be Pastor Garth, not have to be Pastor Jamie. I don't have to be that. I have to be me. All the stuff that God's called me to be is me. It's in there. It's me. So good. It says here, their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. How about we, uh, I'm just going to close in prayer. Lord, that uh, you are here and you're with us. And Lord, you've called us to be the church, not a church, not a part of this church or part of that church. I go to, bless God, I go to that church. Yeah, God, you've called us to be the church. That when we leave, it's not like we go to church. The Bible says we are the church. I don't go to church on a Sunday morning. I am the church. On a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, my face is radiant. God, you, it starts with a conversation to bless others. Bible says here, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. On my Mondays, on my Tuesdays, when I'm up, when I'm down, when my attitude's great, when it's not great. Lord, I will, I've made a decision. Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. When I'm at Oztag saying, go, go, I will bless the Lord. When I'm in a meeting with my accountant, I will bless the Lord. When I'm, when I'm driving and someone cuts me off, I will bless the Lord. It's going to be harder, but I will bless the Lord. Lord, we thank you this morning that um, you've called us to be your hands and your feet, to go out to the highways and the byways, not with bony, pointy fingers of judgment, but Lord, with arms open wide, God to bless. God, the Bible says, I will, come on church, I will bless the Lord. I will bless, Lord, I will bless this community. Lord, you've called us to C3 Church. You've called us to this community, to Tugra. Lord, you've called us to the high schools. You've called us to the universities. You've called us to the whole area. Lord, there's people out there that are, don't know how to get through the next day of their marriage. Don't know how to get through being a dad. Don't know how to get through my sons off the, doing all this stuff. Lord, 
The Bible says that you have a way. The Bible says that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, this morning, our heart as a church, Lord, is crying out, believing, God, that our community, Lord, can be touched by who you are through radiant Christians. Not people pointing, but radiant, joyful, loving, life-giving, blessed Christians, followers of Christ, to follow Christ, to be Christ-like. Lord, this morning, as we're closing, Lord, I pray, Lord, that this church, this house, Lord, is a house that blesses. Even, even when I don't have enough, I'm going to bless. I've made up my mind, I'm just going to bless. When it's too hard, I'm just going to bless. If I go from one side to the other, I'm just going to bless. Lord, we thank you that this house, God, is a house of, is of abundance and blessing. And that, Lord, last thing, you have called us, Lord, to reach out. Lord, you have called us to start conversations. And God, be real, to love people and be real, to love them where they are. Not to say, hey, maybe you need to do this, but to love them where they are. Let's just stand, church, as we close. Lord, we thank you that uh, you're such a good God. God, you're such a good God. God, you've got so much for us. Who knows that? You have so much for us. Lord, you have so much for us. Lord, there's so much for this church, this community. Lord, give us eyes to see. Come on, pray with me, church. Give me eyes to see, ears to hear. Lord, ears to hear all that you're doing. Lord, we love you in this house. listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.